Hey guys, welcome to this week's Money and Investing Show. This week we are dealing with the very difficult and very hard to fix problem of rising food prices, inflation in the grocery store. It's a major problem for many, many households out there. We can look at some practical fixes as well as some great investment opportunities. We'll see you in the show. Hey guys, welcome to this week's Money and Investing Show with me, your host, Andrew Baxter, and as always, my offsider and co-host, Mitchell Laurential. Thank you for having me on the show, Mr. Baxter. And today we're going to talk about food inflation. And I'm not talking about eating too much, even though we both probably do at times, especially at a Sunday lunch. We're going to talk about the pain for consumers right now. It only seems to be getting worse. Indeed. Look, it's a very real issue. Inflation always sounds like it's an economic concept, which to intents and purposes it is. But when you're at the checkout at the supermarket, seeing that grocery bill get progressively more expensive week in, week out, and, and the end's not in sight, this is actually... I would say one of the biggest single risks for the quality of life that most people have right now. Do you know, I went grocery shopping the other day, AB, and I rarely ever do grocery shopping, so I wouldn't have a clue on what prices are. What were you buying? Oh, just a couple of things, Nutella, cookies, no, I'm kidding, you know, all the good stuff like lettuce, which is now 12 bucks, and, you know, a few things I thought would be maybe 15 or 20 bucks was actually more like double that 40 or $50, and I think as a consumer, feeling that pain as much as it was financial, but also emotional because it's mm. beyond what you expect, and then that money can't be spent elsewhere because it's not in your budget, for example. Mm. It's, it's a huge challenge. And, you know, if you've got a decent sized family, you can put that on steroids and, and, and away you go. So look, it's it's a huge one. And when you consider, you know, we're looking, if we look at the US, first of all, you know, inflation is out of control in the US, 8.6% uh, and rising. Uh, in Australia, we're not quite there yet, but I suspect chasing that kind of uh, figure as a reality. Um, yeah, we've seen it across so many things, energy, uh, obviously food being the two big ones. We're seeing higher mortgage repayments as well. And I guess the, the unique thing about um, food inflation is that if you look at fuel prices, you can ride share, you can you can give people a lift and share your car, you can cycle, you use public transport. So to an extent, there are some levels, uh, uh, there are levels of options there in that space. Uh, energy, you can cut down what you use at home if, if, if you're so inclined. Um, you know, mortgage, painful as it is, you can have a conversation with the bank and try and work on a, an alternate payment plan to, to try and soften that. But food's really tricky because you got to eat. And, and I guess that's where we're at in the world right now. We've got a, you know, a, a substantial global population and there'll be people out there that would argue that there are probably you know, a, a billion to two billion more people on the planet than we can sustain. Uh, and these are also factors that go towards contributing toward um, yeah, the massive demand for food. And we've got limited supply right now. And, and that's what's causing price to move higher. So yeah, let's dive into it. Well, just before we do, AB, just for the benefit of our listeners out there, when we talk about the notion of inelasticity, so mm. um, can you explain that in economics terms 101, short story? Mm. Okay. So, you know, uh, elastic demand is is where if price moves beyond a, a threshold, you go, that's just too expensive. I'm not buying it uh, versus inelastic demand is that at any price people typically will still buy. And, and good examples of things that have got a fairly inelastic demand, petrol, you don't change your petrol uh, or your driving habits when petrol prices move up until they get to a, you know, a really high threshold. And probably alcohol and tobacco are the other two where almost irrespective of price, people still drink and smoke. It's interesting, uh, and food's probably arguably the most inelastic mm. product that we're buying. So to dive into that, AB, really three things come to my mind to explore why this has occurred. Obviously, COVID, the war in uh, war in Ukraine, and then thirdly, droughts across the world. 
Yeah, we've seen, and, and, and prior to, um, you know, the war in the Ukraine is the obvious one at the moment. You've got a situation where, you know, the, the breadbasket of Europe uh, is, is in conflict. There hasn't been a plant and, and is unlikely. And there are, there are trade tariffs and trade barriers to prevent uh, trade happening with Russia. So you've got a major disruption to the supply of grains in particular uh, into the into the food markets. And, you know, if you, if you turn off supply, prices move up because, as we've already articulated, demand is not dropping. So you've got a situation, lower levels of supply, continued strong levels of demand, prices move higher. And, 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 and I don't think we're at the end of that. I actually think we're at the start of that cycle. So whatever pain there is at the checkout at the supermarket right now, there's, there's far more to come. So war in Ukraine is, is, is an example of that. But prior to this, yeah, we had droughts across a number of the major growing areas. We saw it in India, we saw it through uh, Latin America, uh, through the US. I mean, if you take a look at, say, Lake Mead, uh, which, is, which is just outside Las Vegas, hopefully you get yourself over there later in the year, um, you know, you've got a, a, a lake which is, I think it's the second largest reservoir in the US and it's it's got 20% of its capacity of water in it because of the drought there. And and that's a, a, a lake uh, that goes on to basically provide uh, the irrigation for you know most of the agriculture uh, across Southern California, which is a huge, huge area for growing uh, crops as well as Arizona and so on. So, you know, there's, 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 there's been the issue of drought there. Uh, and then... Um, you know, there's also been, uh, and these are a little more um, unique, I suppose, fertilizer availability. So we saw several months ago, it seems to have gone away off the radar now, um, the story of AdBlue and the fact that we were only literally seconds away from from running out of AdBlue, which is for those that don't have a diesel vehicle, um, and we've got a number of diesel vehicles on our farm and, and at home, um, is, a, is a chemical that's added uh, to the to your fuel uh, effectively, which cleans up the diesel emission to make it more more environmentally friendly. Uh, and you know, and there was all the big story several months ago uh, that uh, we're running out of AdBlue, and people started stockpiling it, and you know, you couldn't get any anywhere. But AdBlue is made of urea, uh, which is also used in fertilizer, and China is the biggest supplier of that, and they've been actually withholding supply uh, of that so that they can focus on their own on their own um, fertilizer requirements for their agricultural industry. So these are all things that individually. You go, okay, that's that's newsworthy. But when you start to layer them up, it's a bit like plywood. You know, when you start to layer it up, it becomes a really substantially robust story. The pieces of the puzzle fit quite nicely. And uh, I think living down in Byron on a farm, maybe, is just your knowledge on food is just crazy, particularly in this area. So uh, moving forward, where do you see food prices going and why? Look, I do see them. You know, continuing to move higher on the basis that you know that, that there is you know, very very strong demand, um, but supply is going to continue to be disrupted also of course global supply chains you know shipping and all those different things that have slowed things down merely go towards contributing towards that so yeah i don't see food prices coming back in any way shape or form anytime soon and this is really bad news uh for for your average person joe bag of donuts when they're at the the supermarket uh is getting slugged effectively with more and more uh fixed cost effectively on their grocery and it's not one you can any way to get around it i suppose is to wear a trench coat if you go to the supermarket just don't don't get arrested. <laughs> Actually, you're okay if you're in Southern California because, again, there's no shoplifting isn't an offensive. It's under $700. Happy days. Mm, crazy. It, yeah. That's um, why the crime rate's off the dial there, you know. Yeah. Mm. So hearing that AB, if, mm. as you say, you're the average Joe Bag of Donuts, it's pretty confronting. Prices mm. are only going to go up and your budget's likely already stretched. Mm. So a lot of pain out there for the it, consumer. It is when you layer that in with fuel costs as well. Uh, and, 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 and also, you know, for, for a lot of people now, they're starting to see the, the emergence of rising mortgage repayments too. Or if you're a renter, then you're 
rent's probably moved up too. So yeah, the 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 the, the cable tie is getting a lot tighter, uh, which is which is no fun, and that quality of life starts to to ease off a little bit, which is uh, not not really the Australian dream. Absolutely. So the question for you, AB, is what mm. can you do to supplement that? Uh, yeah, there's talk uh, of, of mandated pay rises, and that, that simply won't fix it because if you give people more money to go spend, it doesn't make food more affordable. It means you've got people chasing a still limited supply of food, which is pushing the price up. So, in that regard, um, you know, it's that that is not a an immediate fix. What I would say on the other side of that, though, to protect yourself and your family from an affordability perspective, learning to invest in in the right way with these big themes, and this isn't something that's just cropped up. It's something we've been trading for several months and uh, and is proven to be you know pretty effective is by learning to invest in the right areas if your net wealth is increasing um, that pain of having to pay more for your groceries is absorbed and covered um, so you know harsh as it is let's take oil as an example if you've got trades running in the energy space which i happen to right now and a number of our clients do when you're paying two dollars forty two dollars fifty whatever it might be at the bowser it doesn't matter because on the other side of the ledger, your investments have grown by multiples of that. So you, that affordability is there. And you can do the same thing in food. Bit, bit, bit um, more complex in terms of food. You're not just simply buying a, a commodity ETF or, or investment. So for example, wheat, W-E-A-T, is an exchange traded fund which invests in wheat, funnily enough. So higher wheat prices, higher level of uh, price on that ETF. So you can make your money there. You could go into corn, C-O-R-N, soybeans, S-O-Y-B, uh, meats. Uh, there are ways that you can invest in all these to insulate yourself. That's certainly uh, a way of protecting the family budget. And it's not as hard as people think. We, I've just told you what to invest in and what the case is for it and and you buy it goes up and it offsets that pain at the supermarket and there are ways you can also augment income from that too using some of our more advanced strategies sell some options over it so there are things you can do to you know generate income from those assets too so that's on one side of the coin uh in terms of protecting yourself i guess the other is getting back to to tin tax and um you know i look back at um like how I grew up, my grandfather was one of 15 kids. Uh, he, he ran away from That's home. That's a lot. Yeah, wow. probably the norm back then, no streaming service. <laughs> and, 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 and they were in a two-bedroom house work that one out and he he ran away from home at quite an early age but my grandfather was absolutely amazing he was an amazing gardener and, and provided for his family as a gardener uh you know really growing my father's the same i remember when i was a kid he'd always be out in the garden growing stuff now i own a farm so i grow stuff too and uh, and part of our rationale for getting our farm and i appreciate you know if, if you're struggling to pay the bills, buying a farm is probably not something that's that's, that's part of the probably equation. Probably not, no. Um, but part of our decision to do that years and years ago was to teach our kids how food is grown, not produced, but grown, because ultimately that's how it should be. And so, you know, if you've got the ability to grow your own food, do it. It's, I, I find it probably one of the most one of the most fun, engaging activities I do uh, outside of outside of trading because it can totally switch off. Um, there's something tangible to show for, for, for what you do. As, as a father and as a husband, I feel more complete as a, as a man um, in that I'm able to provide for my family, not just financially, but in terms of food as well. And, and it's also been a tremendous 
learning experience in terms of you know what grows what doesn't and how to bring it on and 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 the different seasonality and the need for patience and trying to do it in a more organic type sort of set of lenses so it's been you know a really good sort of growth place too so you've got the ability to have free food that you can feel not stressed and relaxed about growing that's really healthy because there's no chemicals on it and 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 your personal growth is increasing along the way so if you've got some space in your yard get out there on the weekend and plant some stuff you know you can look on youtube to grow stuff it's not that hard and 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 it's not instant but it's never going to happen if you don't start absolutely and it's great pieces of, of advice there get invested and start growing your own food mm. two things that really can't hurt you can they no well the neighbors might have something to say if you're suburban or maybe you're in an apartment and suddenly there's right a cow the on your what about you got a cow on the balcony or something like that you know the cow story from my the my, poker days yes i did uh, hear that yeah they were, I, got, I got a cow delivered to my house once that was crazy but uh, that's the story for another time but yeah the reality is growing veggies and even if you're in an apartment, start releasing, grow your own herbs. Rosemary, we've got one at home. Hydroponics, grow your own lettuces. They're 12 bucks a pop for a lettuce now. And, and one of my really good buddies down at Byron, Chris, uh, is is a lettuce farmer and like business is great, but his is all hydroponics. So, you know, it's something you can do irrespective of season and, and save yourself a bit of coin on the way through. And, you know, and this isn't about, um, you know, battening the hatches down. This is about making it a fun journey because if you're able to save, I don't know, 30, 40, 50 bucks a week on your grocery bill by growing it yourself, that's 30 or 40 or 50 bucks you've got to spend on something that isn't as easy a fix uh, that you can't provide for yourself. Uh, you can redeploy that money elsewhere, get it investing, buy some buy some wheat or corn ETFs and, uh, and turn that 50 into 100 and then go, that was pretty smart. Maybe that's great advice, great way to finish. Thanks very much for today. Absolute pleasure, anytime. There you have it, guys. Make sure you give us a review and a rating, and we'll look forward to seeing you next week.